welcome back to the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Bergio, and today I have an extremely special guest. She is not only an amazing entrepreneur, but she has been my sales coach for the past couple of months. Uh, we met in the Harder's Fast Foundations Mastermind. I was actually assigned as her accountability coach and turned out I, uh, I quickly realized sales, which is what she does, which we'll get into, is something that's severely lacking in the beauty industry. And I think for a lot of creatives, we have a hard time selling ourselves, selling our products, selling, well, anything. So today I knew I had to bring Jillian on because she is a ninja at this. It just comes easily to her. And I think that's because you had 20 years corporate in the sales world. So welcome to the show, Jillian. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for letting me be on today and jam out with your humans. I absolutely love you. I love your audience. I love what you have created over here. And I'm just super honored to be here today and to jam out on all things sales, confidence, mindset, all the things. So this is the thing about when you get into networking groups, which is what the mastermind was. You guys hear me talk about this all the time. Um, it has pushed me to do things like these, these uh, podcasts and bring on guests because I was able to meet people like that through this. These are people that are outside of my normal realm within the hair industry. And um, you, you don't know what you don't know. And then there's often, you don't know what you need help with even more granular. You might know you need help, but you don't know what you exactly need help with. So, so often we get in our own way with things and find that we get stuck at certain levels and don't really realize what it is. And so I kind of watched from afar as Jillian started this sales coaching thing that she called. And I was like, sales coaching. I was like, well, I guess there are people in the world that are salespeople and they probably needed to learn how to do that. So when I just took myself out of like, well, I don't really need help with that into how could this help me in my business? How could this help me be a better coach, a better leader, a better overall individual? I'm now selling myself as a coach. So I was like, Jillian, I got to work with you. How can we work together? So um, talk to us first about how you got into the coaching world for one, obviously you have a backstory and you were in corporate forever. So take us down a little journey as how you ended up here. I know it's kind of a long story short, but yeah, no, absolutely. So I did, I did 22 years in corporate America and, you know, people think because I'm an extrovert and I'm outgoing that I just naturally was good in sales. And let me tell you, I was not, but I truly believe that Anybody can be good in sales if they know a couple things. One, how to build strong relationships. Two, how to be like master problem solvers. And three, just slow down. I think that's one of the biggest things that people miss in sales is that it's the long game. And the longer that you do this and the better communication you have and the better trust that you have, you can take people who are introverted, people that are not good in sales and make them some of your top performing people. So um, yeah, I was in corporate sales 22 years. I actually got let go of my corporate job, uh, multiple six-figure income during the pandemic. So I thought to myself very quickly, what is a God-given talent that I have that I can now monetize by helping so many other women? And I came to the online space and it has been a trajectory that has been on fire. Um, and truly it's just because there are so many women, especially that lack a little bit of confidence in their ability to solve problems. It, it's so true. And it, it's not just that, but it's like, I think we've been taught as women, I could be wrong, but this is my experience and probably some conditioning I could undo with, um, to play a little smaller and to not be so loud and to, to not brag about yourself and to not sh share how you could help people. And I think that's a big block as I've seen in the coaching with even within the mastermind is speaking on how you can help people. And so you found a niche, you look back like, what have I been doing that's really worked in 20 years? What is a skill set that you've like, made so amazing it's almost like probably second nature to you after 20 years you were like well i had to kind of dumb it down and be like what am i one specific thing good at that could help a lot of people 
And so I know with working with you that you saw there was such a need in that group that people were in there to create businesses, to create ways of like getting online, pandemic fucked everybody up, especially mm -hmm. us people working behind the chair. And it was like, okay, they learned how to put a program together. I'm talking about myself here, actually. A program together, you figured out what you could help people with, but then we had a hard time selling it because mm -hmm. it was like, oh, I have this thing I created. I'm did you, did you want it? Did you want to try it? Did you want to see what it's like? And it's crazy because, you know, that's the missing component. You can have something really good. You can be a really great hairdresser. You can have whatever skill set, tattoo artist, personal trainer. But if you can't talk about yourself or if you can't introduce yourself or get into conversations with people about what you do and how you can help them, you're never going to be able to be successful or get anywhere with your business. You know, it's so true. And what I see so often, you know, so again, 22 years in corporate America, I came from product-based businesses. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are really good in sales because they're standing behind really good products, right? The guy who is the top salesperson at Range Rover or Jaguar or Cadillac, he doesn't even have to be that good because people are coming in because they want to buy that car. You know, I know you do some network marketing products. Like there's a product that you're behind, even when you're behind the chair, like there's products that you push. And what happens is People come to the online space and they have to remember that they are selling themselves. There is no product in front of me, right? So yes, I was very good in corporate sales, but I stood behind some massive brands. I sold Gatorade. I sold Lean Cuisine. Like I sold big brands that even if people didn't like them or I wasn't good, they were still going to buy from me. But what I had to realize is that when I came to the online space, I had to take what I could truly be at the expert in and how I could really stand up as me because I am all I have to sell now. And I think people do, they play small and they don't remember like all the things about them that truly make them great. Like show up, show up who you are. Like I remember one of the things, first things I saw about you, Jess, is you were doing a video, you were on your IG stories, you were like in a car and you were like dropping like a million F-bombs. And I'm like, I want to know this girl because she is showing up so unapologetically herself. She's not worried about like who she's offending or anything. And guess what? Your people gravitate to that. It's the law of attraction. I couldn't agree more. And for so many years, I felt like I had to be more girly or act this way or be a certain way. And I think what the beauty industry really did for me though, was allow me to be myself. I, I remember starting off uh, as an assistant at this huge salon, there was like 50 people that worked there and they all were these rock stars and their own personalities and they all got to be themselves. And I remember feeling so um, in the right space. Like I could show up however I wanted in whatever capacities. And one day you want to be a preppy little whatever, you want to dress goth, you want to dress... You want to talk like this? You, you could be anybody. And yeah. I think that's why this industry draws in so many people. But unfortunately, a lot of this skill set that you learned in corporate, we weren't taught going into a creative structure. It's like, do the, do the good hair, give a good experience, but there isn't a whole lot of business structure around it. So even if you are good, how do you then sell yourself? And I think a lot of old school hairdressers like me getting pushed onto social media and having to figure that out, how do they show up? How do they sell themselves when they get into people's DMs? Like, and I know that's where you're a ninja at. So talk to us about how you, I know you had to learn that skill set too, but yeah. like walk us through how you did that. Is there a strategy to how you do it? Yeah. So part of my largest strategy with selling in the DMs is I'm never going in to sell anybody anything. I'm literally just creating relationships. I am just connecting with them. I'm getting to know them, their business maybe some of the roadblocks that they're having, maybe some of the struggles that they're having, maybe some things that are going really good in their life. So I think the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway I'm closing in the DMs, I never go in trying to sell anybody in the DMs. I serve people for months in the DMs. I give them quick wins. I check in on them. I see how their business is going. I see how their launch is going. I see how 
the product-based business is going. And then I know that there will be a time that well, I like to call it the Freudian slip where somebody says something like, oh, I didn't sell out my last program or I'm really struggling in my network marketing business. And because that relationship has already been built and there's already a trust there, I can say something like, you know, this is what I do. This is what I help people with. If you're struggling in your network marketing business, I'd love to offer you some suggestions and also a way to work with me. I also remind myself going back to that confidence thing is that I have a skill that people need. So by me not offering it to people, it's actually selfish of me, right? Like let's say just you gave the best um, blowouts, right? Like you gave the world's best blowouts, but if no one actually knew about it, that's actually selfish because there's all these people out there with like really shitty hair that you're not solving it, right? So it's like, remember to brag on what you do that is really, really, really good. Um, another like ninja tip I have for the DMs is if they are truly my ideal client, I will ask them their advice on something. Hey, you know, you're actually someone who I actually, I tend to work with. I'm putting together this opt-in. I'm putting together this landing page. I would love somebody like you opinion. Can I bounce some ideas off of you? Now I'm getting them in. I'm building that trust. And then they're going to read that landing page. They're going to read that website. And they're going to be like, oh, I actually didn't know this is what you did. And it completely changes that conversation really quick. I love that. And I think, you know, for people in my industry, I try to relate everything back. I know we have more than just hairdressers that listen to this podcast, but when, when you do one thing or you are just a hairdresser, and I, I hate saying just a hairdresser, but if that's right. the one service that you provide and I go on your page and I see all hair, that doesn't allow me to get to know you because now there's so many pretty pictures of hair, so many pages of hair. If people are following you, it's generally because they want to follow you. You are a brand, whether you want to, or you've established it or not, uh, whether you work in a salon as a commission stylist or a booth renter, like you are your own brand and people come for you. Obviously having great hair is a, is a byproduct of them coming to see you. Um, at least it would be the second time they come back hair, They might have referred to you for doing good hair, but like you got to keep them in the chair. Um, yeah. and that's one of the things that I was told early on was to like, really show your true self so that your people would be attracted to you. Like attracts like, right. Yeah. Um, it's, it's so true. It's, it's that law of attraction. You know, it's interesting, you know, just like yourself, like I'm in network marketing, I sell a product every single day. And if you came to my page today, if you guys are listening to this, go follow Jillian and Murphy, you will never see a product picture on my page. You will never see, you will never come to my feed and see anything other than like me, some graphics, some different vibes, because I'm not selling a product. I am selling me and a byproduct of me is these like really great products that I sell. So remind, it gets so true. Even with people who like, again, I mean, just speak to network marketers, if they want to buy products, they can go online. People love to buy but people hate to be sold to. Mm -hmm. So how can you bring people to you? How can you attract them to you so that they want to buy from you, but they never feel like they're being sold to? That's the number, well, maybe not the number one. It is in the top five reasons why people tell me not right now or no when it comes to jumping in the money business, because A, it's in alignment with what we do. It's just another product. We've sold, there's 10 different product lines on the wall at the salon. What, what's the different, why don't you throw another one on your bag? it's because they don't want to have to sound salesy. It's like the Range Rover thing. Like when they come in the salon, the care sauce is already there. The other products are already there and they've had a backstory. They've been around for 20 years. Here's this new product. You might've heard this or that, but because it's attached to a network marketing company, it seems like people think they have to turn into a salesman. And I'm like, yeah. that's not the case at all. The higher ups are the people doing what you're doing. 
maybe running an adjacent business using these things as a side hustle, as a residual stream of income, they don't talk about the products all the time. They share it. It pops up here and there. You're using mm -hmm. it. You talk about it for a second in your stories, but it's not the end all be all who you are. And you do do a really good job of that because what you're helping over here with the sales is so much more important. Same with my confidence coaching. Those other things won't even exist. You won't be good at them unless you're good at sales and you have confidence to do them. So yeah, it's, it's, it's so, 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 so true. And, you know, going back to like the, the network marketing products, you know, one thing that I always say, especially when I work with people in the network marketing spaces, one of two things has to happen. You have to be your first sale. So if you are not like so insanely confident about these products, pick a different network marketing company, right? Like, there's billions of them out there. Make sure that what you're trying to sell, you are so like energetically aligned with and that you love to talk about it. Also, remember when you're picking like a network marketing company, like you, like it makes so much sense like with the Monet business because it's like what you do, it's what your audience does. It would not make as much sense for me if I started talking about hair care products, right? It's not in my element, it's not in my wheelhouse. And honestly, it's not even what my ideal clients follow me for. So make sure when you're picking these like different streams of income, it's something that you know that you can like relate to it. So even like in my network marketing business, you know, a lot of coaches follow me, a lot of entrepreneurs follow me. So I tend to stick to the products that's going to benefit their focus, their energy. I'm not talking about kids' vitamins. I'm not talking about, you know, headache relief. I'm talking about things that my audience is already following me for, entrepreneurship, coaching, focus, organization, and then these products help them be better at that. Totally. I mean, you could sling some shampoo, look at your hair, always looks on point too. Oh my God. I haven't washed my hair literally in like so long. Um, I'm actually like embarrassed. I'm talking to like hairdressers. Good thing. No, we would, hey, we are queens of five day. Don't wash your hair shit. Trust the me. Best. The yeah. best. Shameless plug. The champ champ, that dry shampoo is the best. Um, it's crazy because I love you. You and I are so alike because you do so many things. We both have little squirrel brains. We, we share an actual virtual assistant, Jillian shirt <laughs> graciously with me. Um, and I think every day she's like, I need to charge these bitches more because like they make me crazy. <laughs> well, it takes someone who could take these us crazy unorganized type of brains because we're the thinkers and the ideas and all the things and helps yeah. us like streamline it. Um, so how did you, that's a great topic to roll into. I, I was going to ask you about this later actually was I find that people, when they're starting to do things, they are really scared with like, um, delegating and kind of hiring new help and, and just kind of, they don't quite know. So how did you know you were ready to hire somebody? When were you ready to take that step? And like, um, so, control, yeah, more little type A control freaks. So definitely a control freak. And I can remember it like it was plain as day. I had launched my first coaching program. It was a beautiful Sunday in July and all of my friends were going out on a boat and I was sitting on my couch making this graphics on Canva. And I was thinking to myself, there has to be an easier way to do this because I'm fucking it up. My font's messed up. I can't figure out these colors. And I thought to myself, this is not bringing me joy or income. But I guarantee there's somebody out there that loves to play around on Canva. There's somebody who loves to make this stuff. So I'm going to find that person. And I will tell you now, it's been almost a year. If something does not light me up and bring me massive joy or bring me income, I delegate it out. But it was hard, right? So make sure you're hiring someone that aligns with you, that understands your core values, that isn't going to try to give you more things. Like I always tell like my, uh, you know, my OBM, just like, you know, you share her too. I don't want to know how to do things. I just want to, I want to be able to give it to you. So making sure that you're energetically aligned with someone that knows how you operate, I think is really, really, really big. And again, like our mentor, Chris Harder always says, hire for where you're going, not where you're at right now. So I can't grow in. Yeah. I hire for where you're going, not where you're at right now. I cannot grow and scale if I'm making Canva graphics. 
I cannot grow and scale if I'm chasing invoices. I cannot grow and scale if I'm not doing things like this, getting on podcasts, creating awareness for me, showing up in my zone of genius, which is being creative and helping women. Then why am I doing this? So again, hire before you're ready. Take baby steps. You don't have to hire on everything, but what, and another thing that I always say too is like, what's the one thing that I can hire out that's going to have a domino effect, right? So if I hire someone out to communicate inside of my Facebook group, that's going to have a domino effect. If I hire somebody out to do my invoicing, that's going to have a domino effect. So not what can they do, but what can also have like a domino effect in my business. That's huge. That's more forward thinking. That's not so right in front of your face. Yes, it solves the immediate problem, but it also has an everlasting benefit that's going to help you, A, keep them employed because it's going to keep the flow going. And I think sometimes for me, that's where I get stuck is seeing like how that could end up happening. And so I think pulling back, having hired you as a coach, staying close to the mastermind, being able to like see the bigger picture, which isn't a strong suit for me has definitely helped. Um, and I really encourage you guys, if you can get around someone who can not, they maybe serve one purpose, right? I, I, Jillian and I connected because I was like, sales is a struggle for me. And it's, it's also sale, a struggle for my coaching clients. Let me learn a skill set. Let me see and bring questions to her. So I've invested in her to then have a domino effect to help my clients. And so when you can see investing in yourself as a way to do things like that, it makes such a bigger impact and it's an easier yes. It's an easier, like, hell yes. And I, yeah. Too and yeah, so not to interrupt you, but even think like you, for an example, like when people hire you to work with you, who's pouring into you, you know, Lori Harder, Chris Harder, people inside of the mastermind, me, whoever else. So it's like, I get to work with Jess and all these people are pouring into her. Like, that's a hell yes. I get people all the time. Do you realize that when you actually work with me, you're getting people like Jess Bergio, you're getting Chris Harder, you're getting Lori Harder, you're getting Raquel Quinette. So you're going to invest in me for X amount of dollars, but these people are pouring into me. So it's like a win-win. I will never forget. So when I first, the first person I hired to help me put a program together was Kat Golden. It's not what she like does, but she's, so for all you guys, she's the nurses inspired nurses. She inspired beauty inspires beauty. And she, her coaching was at the time she made it affordable for me, very much like you friends. And she said, Samantha Skelly at one time said to her in a $5,000 coaching call, um, one takeaway, right? But she goes, I'm going to share with you today. So she shares it with me. And I share that with my coaching clients now. And that one thing that she said, she, it was for her, that's what she needed to hear. And it was worth the $5,000 right there. Now, if that's not where you're at and you want to invest at a smaller scale, there's plenty of coaches that are there for that. But what Jillian's saying is you're so right about that. And that's why when I invested in Fast Foundations, I knew all of the things Chris and Lori had invested in. Jack Canfield, Gabby Bernstein, all of those big names that were $25,000, dollars $40,000 for a weekend with them, you know? So that is a really yeah. good point. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, you know, Chris, Chris made a comment on our, uh, our last Fast Foundations. And one of my biggest takeaways was that like, you should never be the coach and the collector. And that is now something that I teach to all of my clients as part of like, one of the main things is like, you know, I learned this from my mentor. So you should never be coaching somebody and talking about money with them. It gets awkward. It gets uncomfortable. But that little takeaway has now made massive shifts in every single one of my clients' businesses. So again, Who's pouring into your coaches, your mentors, and then hire them because you're going to receive greatness. Totally. Oh my God. I love that. So I want to ask you personally. So now that you've stepped into this role, you're helping so many women with things. What, what brings you personal fulfillment? Like I know them having success and seeing all of that, I'm sure feels amazing. You're probably like, fuck yeah, I helped you do that. Um, and I love that you show up and you say it's, it's not even a humble brag. It's a like, 
when you work with me, these are the results that are typical, not, not typical. And so how has that made you feel or where, where are you at personally with like all of the success that you've had? It's come fairly quickly. I know you had your corporate success, but like you transitioned like that and it just took off. So where's your head at with all of that? Yeah. So it's been really, really great. And I think one of the things that I say, if you follow me, you'll hear me say this all the time. I can sell, I can close business. I can do a lot of things, right? It feels great. But when my clients do that, it is so much more fulfillment. Like it's so much more. My first client or my, one of my clients had her first ever $20,000 launch this week. And I was literally like jumping off the rooftops and I didn't even really care about my success this week because I knew that I was able to pour into her and she was able to have that. So I think that's the different thing too about corporate is like, you know, when I was in corporate sales, I was working for, you know, somebody else, but I was, it was about my numbers and my growth and all of these things. And how could I improve my paycheck and do all of these things? So it does become very just like selfish where when you're working as an entrepreneur, you are truly pouring into so many people. And I think there's a lot of coaches out there that you work with them and they have great results and a great coach will teach you how to have those results. And that is actually something that I've seen in the online space more than ever is that we have these coaches that have, you know, these massive launches, these huge programs, all the things, but then it's not duplicatable. So one thing that I really take personally, and I really try to fill the gap in is that what I do is duplicatable. I'm going to literally teach it and you can teach it and then you can do it. And I think that is like one of the biggest things. And yeah, I've had some great success. Um, it's been about a year in the entrepreneurial space. I've almost tripled my uh, corporate salary that took me, you know, 22 years to get to. Um, you know, I had a really big month last month that was actually more last month in income than I was able to make um, when I left my corporate salary. So again, it is super, super humbling. But what I tell myself is that every single dollar that I make means that I'm making an impact in somebody else's life. And every transaction that I'm making is a transformation that I get to make. So yes, I'm here to make a shit ton of money, but that means that I'm impacting like a shit ton of people. Absolutely. Fuck. Yeah. I'm here for that. Go Jillian. Yeah. <laughs> love, love celebrating my friends who were coaches, business, whatever it may be, because when, when you can see what's possible, it just, it fuels me as opposed to thinking what sometimes happens when you're on social media, you don't get to connect with someone in real life. Oh, she's so lucky. Oh, she must have it so easy. Or, oh, something was handed to her. Like we all have an equal shot at this. And I think that's why I resonate so much with Jillian because she's high energy like me. We show up, we, we show out. Like today's a new day. And it's like, how can you take advantage of whatever opportunities there? And if there isn't one there, where can you go find one? And that's mm -hmm. what you're doing when you're getting in the DMs, you're starting conversations, you're building community. And I think when I use that word community with my industry, they were thinking more granular, like their, their clients were their community and how could they build community with their current behind the chair clients. And I, I tried to, at the time, I know it was early pandemic. People weren't really wrapping their head around pivoting, but I was like, you need to build community or something to where you're the brand to if and when you ever wanted to step away or something was taken away from you again, you had opportunity. So creating opportunity, is that why you stay doing the, the network marketing as well as to kind of, they go together for you, but also like it's, it's so all your eggs aren't in one basket, right? Yeah, absolutely. So again, corporate sales, 22 years, right? I literally was let go from a corporate job within seven minutes during a pandemic. I will never, ever, ever again have one stream of income that if it went away, my lifestyle would change because now I know that if something was to happen, my social media was to get shut down, God forbid, or my network marketing business company traded, or, you know, I'm also a founder in a subscription box company. So 
if any of these streams of income went away, my lifestyle doesn't have to change. And I think that's something that so long people that never understood is that there is such power in that residual income and multiple streams of income. And then just going back to kind of what you said about, you know, being in this online space and kind of looking at other people, I want everybody that's listening to this know that like the success that Jess and I have had is 1000% available to anybody that's out there. Literally anybody, we are no different than you, but I will say things about Jess and I that have made our success is that we've made, we've maintained in massive action. We've stayed focused and we've pivoted with the times of changing. So I think that that's the biggest thing. If you could take anything away from this, the success, if you, I did a post on this yesterday, if you give half-assed results, you're not going to get half-assed action. You're not going to get half-assed results. You're going to get no results. So how can you show up every day, focused, serving your people, then everything follows after that. Amen. And if that ain't a reason to put your non-negotiables on paper and figure out what the fuck you need to do every day to show up to create massive action. I just posted about that too. Yeah. Um, and I stay posting about that because without action, it doesn't have to be maybe massive every day. Sometimes it can be messy, but as long as you're putting something in motion, you know, there'll be days where you can go ham and there's days where you're like, I'm just barely showing up, but you're still there. And that's yeah. what negotiables for me. I talk about them every day. I have a list of them. And um, it's one of the main things I teach about in my coaching program. And Jillian, and I both realize, like, you know, what I am good at too, is being your hype, being your confidence coach. And Jillian has really solidified that in me and helped me see that as my strength to help you guys with. Um, so I hope that these podcasts bring you guys a little light as to what is possible and what you could be working on and doing too. Please, please, please follow Jillian. She is a ninja at so many things. She's funny. She's into fitness. Her hair always looks good. She, she shares all kinds of sales tips that you won't get anywhere else. Her page is literally should be a membership page. She gives so much free value. If you're not in her Facebook group already, please get in there as well. Um, again, Jillian, thank you so much for reshaping my business and helping me focus. Um, it's been so fun to work with you. Where can people find you? I know we have your name up here, but I want them to be able to get right to you right after this podcast. Yeah. Uh, so follow me on the gram, Jillian M. Murphy. I always say like, I want to be your virtual bestie. Slide into my DMs, get to know me. Let me know about you. Let me know about your business. You guys are obviously in Jess's community. So that means that you were like amazing. And I want to get to know you too. And Jessica, thank you for having me. Thank you for trusting me to work with you inside of your business. Thank you for being a great accountability partner for me and a friend for life in you. And I just, I can't wait to get to San Diego and get to like plug you in real life one of these days. Soon. I know. Can you believe we've never even met? I'm like, I know. It's so house. funny. Some of my closest friends and some of my besties, I've like never met in real life. But they're my people, right? Like you're my people. And that's the thing. And that is the power. It's a love hate I have with social media, with Zooms and all the stuff we've had to adapt to over the pandemic. But it's also brought a lot of people closer and into your life. Like if I was strictly going to do an in-person podcast, I would never be open to see, like we're in different time zones. Jillian, Jillian always wants to slap me because I always get the time zones right. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> but, you know, it's, uh, it's really cool. And it just opens me up to be able to not be scared to start conversations, to message people, to say hello, to go back to that old school, creating community and just creating a relationship with people. If you take anything from that, that is at the base of both of our businesses and what we feel really makes us stand apart. If you can connect with one person today, go out and do it. Make sure you reach out. 
whether you're network marketing, whether you're a hairdresser looking to build your business, whether you're trying to get into something else, like get around the people doing the things you want to be doing, stay in the conversations, participate in the Facebook groups, just stay active and stay in action. So we are here again, follow Jillian. I stay on her stories all the time. I'm like, how can I be more like Jillian? So, oh my gosh, I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Okay, thank We're you, my friend. Recap in a couple of months and just follow up with everything. Cause I like to stay on top of what you're doing just to make sure my game's on point too. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, my friend. All right, guys, take care. We'll see you on the next one.